Today, January 21st, 2020, we'll interview Dr. Aaron Schatzman, Dean of Social Sciences. Hello, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. Great. So we're going to ask you some questions about the history of the Diversity Fellowship. Great. Alrighty, so let's get into it. Can you tell us a bit about your own background, your past, family, where you grew up, and any obstacles you faced? Um, I'm a native of St. Louis, although my uh, family lived in Effingham, Illinois okay. um, for the first three years of my life. Um, then we moved to St. Louis, and I grew up in St. Louis and was a commuting commuting student at Washington University in St. Louis. Okay. It cost my parents $100 a year to send wow. me. <laughs> Tuition then was, I think, $1,100, and I got a $1,000 scholarship. So times have changed. Yes, now, they have. Our daughter just graduated Washington University School of Law last year, and tuition alone was uh, $59,000. So, yeah. so things have changed. <laughs> things have changed. <laughs> um, studied, I um, thought I was going to probably be an attorney. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I, but, you know, I t I've told students for the last 45 years that you go to college, what you major in college is yourself. Mm -hmm. And you, you hope to find out after four years what you're good at and what you enjoy. And exactly. if you're lucky, like a double helix, they fit together and then you've got a career. Yes. So I thought I was going to be a, an attorney maybe. And so I thought I'd major in political science. Mm -hmm. Um, and since I know no one will ever listen to this, I could feel comfortable saying that I, I found political science to be the most boring subject. I, <laughs> it was from ennui to tedium and back again. It was like scratching chalk on a board. Oh, but history was fabulously mm -hmm. interesting. All the stuff I thought political scientists did, historians did. Oh, okay. and, and, and so I majored in history and was very good. Um, mm -hmm. And... Uh, was a Woodrow Wilson Fellow and Phi Beta Kappa, um, summa cum laude graduate. So I was a top-notch student yes. and kind of had a choice of graduate schools. Mm -hmm. And Washington U had never sent anyone to Stanford University. Uh, and I, I, I wanted to study early American history. And <clears throat> typically, one studies early American history on the East Coast and mm -hmm. in Boston or, mm -hmm. or New Haven or Baltimore, you know, Johns Hopkins, Yale, Harvard. Um, but a man who was revered in the historical profession named David Potter mm -hmm. had been a professor of my mentor. Okay. Um, he had left Yale mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years uh, ahead of time for Stanford. For Stanford. And okay. WashU had never sent a history, anybody to Stanford. And so they said they encouraged me to go to Stanford, and I wanted to study with David Potter, even though he was a historian of the South. Okay. So my dissertation ended up being on uh, Southern early American history, we did research, work on, on South Carolina. My first book is on 17th century South Carolina. Oh, okay. so, so I went to Stanford to study with a person, but I also mm -hmm. wanted to establish a Washington University presence. So that's my background. Gotcha. Um, I was on my way back, um, still in graduate school, um, to attend the Organization of American Historians Convention in Chicago, stopped by St. Louis, and one of my undergraduate buddies, uh, Horace Mitchell, who his, he's near retirement or has retired. He be, ultimately rose to become president of uh, one of the Cal State mm -hmm. universities. Okay. A wonderful African-American, mm -hmm. um, uh, worked a full-time job at, in the night shift at McDonnell Douglas to support his mother and his younger brother. Oh, wow. Um, played varsity football 
Horace could kick a football farther than any human being I had ever seen. He was great. He uh-huh. was great. And he, heavyweight wrestler. You can imagine oh, wow. he, you can imagine what Jack a special guy this was. He, yeah. he, and I, he and I were in very close. So I went, wanted, wanted to visit him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, uh, was an assistant dean at Washington University. Um, it was the practice of the, of the dean of the College of Arts and Sciences to hire one or two graduate students finishing their dissertations okay. and give them a, a half-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then when they finished their... And Horace had taken that and he said, Aaron, I'm leaving. I'm going to become a, full, a professor. Uh, he had finished his doctorate in education. He said, Aaron, maybe you might be interested in my job. Okay. <laughs> so I went to talk to the dean uh-huh. who had known me as an undergraduate. I mean, I was a yeah. well-known student. Mm-hmm. And they took me to introduce me to Bill Danforth, the chancellor of the university. And they hired me. Oh, wow. So that started me on an administrative career. Gotcha. So you, okay. So, so, and then one thing led to another, mm-hmm. and then I ended up here. Uh, uh, I've had some very interesting jobs. And, uh, Haven't uh, we all? Uh, yeah. And so that's, that's, my, that's my story. Um, that's pretty cool. I was, I was uh, we got to Pennsylvania. I, um, I met my wife at a reception for a new faculty at Emory University. Um, oh, wow. She was a brand new professor of pediatrics. And she saw a job <clears throat> advertised at Franklin and Marshall College for a dean. Mm-hmm. And she said, Aaron, you got to apply for this job. You okay. know, uh, I did it to placate her. We were well settled. It, you know, uh-huh. Atlanta was nice. Um, and and FNM, Franklin and Marshall, hired me. Mm-hmm. So she moved to Penn State University College of Medicine. And from so I, I learned, really learned to be a dean at Franklin and Marshall uh, okay. College. And then became dean of Hobart College in Geneva, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my dream job. Mm-hmm. Um, but Karen stayed back in Lancaster with our three and our six-year-old oh, children, wow. and really didn't want to move to Geneva, New York, even though she was from Buffalo. Okay. And so I gave up that job, mm-hmm. moved back here. I was too young to retire, and I was reading the um, Philadelphia Inquirer. Mm-hmm. And so I job open here 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 yeah and so that and and it's been wonderful it's been like uh, almost 20 years oh wow and 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 really important work so that's my story that's excellent that's a great story thank you and it sort of it shows students that um there are many ways to get to a job that you love right it's uh, often it's it's accident and yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and, and and just being, just you know, following your inclinations. Yes. I, I never was able to become a full-time professor of history, but I've always been able to teach, and I continue mm-hmm. to write, and I've you know published a lot of stuff. So, yeah. uh, it's been a re- very rewarding career. That's amazing. So, can you tell us a bit um, about the history of the diversity fellowship program? You know, when it started, or any um, other foundational information? It's 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 a it's a lovely story. Um, um, I think. On my initial interview mm-hmm. for the position, I met Dr. Stout, Karen Stout, yes. the emeritus um, president of the college, mm-hmm. um, who transformed the place, I mean, uh, in so many ways. Um, we talked about the differences because I had an, a major university, Washington University, and big-time research university in Emory, big-time research mm-hmm. university, and then elite liberal arts colleges, Franklin mm-hmm. and Marshall and, and, uh, and Hobart, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, how those places differ. And one of the reasons she said she was interested in me is that I brought a kind of experience that people in community colleges typically don't have from research universities gotcha. and offering service to students. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, and so I, we talked about ways we could address um, the challenges that community colleges face. Mm -hmm. And um, I talked about ways to um, make this place more like, in, uh, what's the, the right word would be, um, to emphasize, to emphasize research and scholarship, research gotcha. and scholarship. Gotcha. Okay. And so what happened was, in my second year here, mm -hmm. I... What year was that? So I came here 2003, 2004. This would okay. be 2004, 2005. Mm -hmm. I proposed that we, um, again, establish, demonstrate to the community, we all knew how wonderful the faculty is here, mm -hmm. how well-educated, trained they are, yes. how devoted to teaching they are. But that's a, a message that's hard challenging to get out to the general public. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that places that are interested in scholarship and research do is they host visiting scholars. Mm -hmm. So I created a uh, dean's lecture series. Okay. Um, uh, we, yes. Now we have the dean's lecture. Mm -hmm. um, and the first lecturers were all people I knew. The first was Sue Letterer, who is professor of uh, the history of medicine at Yale University. She was a colleague of my wife at Penn State University College of Medicine. Okay. The second was my brother-in-law, oh, wow. Paul, Paul, Paul Steinhardt, but he's the Einstein professor of physics at Princeton University. He okay. is Albert Einstein's chair. And so, okay. um, and, and so that we did that. Mm -hmm. So we brought scholars to come in to talk about their research. Yes. But the thing I really I proposed that was going to be an expense for the college mm -hmm. was let's apply for a scholar, a Fulbright scholar in residence. Yes. Something community colleges typically don't, don't do. Don't do. Mm -hmm. And so I got permission to do this and got together a, a faculty, a group of faculty, a, a selection committee. Mm -hmm. And Toby Mackler was a professor of English and then was then the um, interim dean of arts and humanities. And we yes. collaborated. But I took kind of leadership on leadership this thing. Leadership of it. Mm -hmm. um, and we were award. We did it. We applied for. We wanted somebody in history, yes. my, my own field, something I felt I could mentor, I could work with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we attracted uh, Fernando da Silva Camargo, mm -hmm. a professor of history at Passo Fundo University in Brazil. Oh wow! Okay. And he came here in the 2006 year, mm -hmm. and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Fernando brought his family. Uh -huh. They became fixtures on campus. Mm -hmm. He was everywhere. He rented a townhouse in it, we live on a little cul-de-sac. He rented a townhouse about, you could throw a rock and from my house, from my back porch to, to where he lived. Mm -hmm. And they, It was an unbelievable experience and attracted mm -hmm. a lot of attention in, D, in full, at Fulbright at the, the, the Council for the International Exchange of Scholars because this guy was having such a successful visit, visit. At, mm -hmm. at, um, at Montgomery County Community College. We gave public lectures. Um, mm -hmm. We gave the dean's lecture together that year. Uh, oh, that's you know. great. Okay. Um, and, you know, he would um, – I was then working on what became my second book, which was the expansion of Europe into the wider world from the 14th to the 16th, 17th centuries mm -hmm. um, because he speaks Portuguese. Mm -hmm. We could translate. We spent days together translating mm -hmm. documents on the history of Brazil in Portuguese. That's amazing, And yeah. we, tr tr we traced the laws of slavery mm -hmm. um, 
and compared the differences in Brazil and Portuguese mm-hmm. America with Spanish America. It's very. It, it, he had That's a great visit. He, yeah. we're still, we're Facebook. We're, 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 we're still friends. Friends, yeah. Um, and so, the this was in response to um, Islamic uh, fears of Islamic terrorism. Mm-hmm. Um, the State Department, the, again, the Council for the International Exchange of Scholars, which sponsors Fulbright, mm-hmm. they announced a program called Direct Access to the Muslim World, in okay. which colleges and universities could invite and host a Muslim scholar. Okay. This is a time when Americans were fearful yeah. of Muslims. And so, uh, but Fulbright has a rule that no college can host a Fulbright scholar in two successive years. I called Fulbright and said, would you allow us to apply? They said, well, it's unlikely a community college is going yes. to get one of these. And, and, you know, but we submitted an application and we were awarded one. Oh, we were one great. of 12 universities to get. Hmm. Ultimately, 20, 21 schools got them. But we were in the first wave. Wow. So there was, so you, if you read the list of direct access to the Muslim world, you know, oh, Harvard, Yale, you know, yeah. UCLA, <laughs> Montgomery County Community College. <laughs> That's amazing. That, yeah. So it's exactly what Karen stopped, what we had talked about. Mm-hmm. We're doing all, we're getting a lot of attention. And I was then invited to go to a, a meeting where the State Department invited me to a meeting to talk about how Fulbrights and how you and 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 the assistant the assistant assistant secretary of state said no college in the United States has done more with Fulbrights than Montgomery County Community College. Now, he said that publicly. Thing. Yeah, that's notable. Yeah. Okay, so that's the, it's a long story, but that's the background to this because okay. we had had I had established uh, um, an interest in diversifying. Yes. So how the original idea came about, mm-hmm. I can't tell you. All okay. I know is that John Flynn, the provost, mm-hmm. said Aaron Schatzman will work on this. Something, okay. something to diversify the faculty. faculty. Okay. And, and, and I told you the story about the Fulbrights because that kind of established yeah, my credentials. That, yeah. that I was the guy who was willing who could <laughs> And so I wrote this white paper, mm-hmm. which I which I got a copy for you, and we called it Thank the you. Minority Faculty Fellowship Program. Okay. And you know, and I, um, I, I ought to also ought to say that um, I I worked closely with um, a, a man he deserves a lot of credit named Eric Almonte. He left Eric, he, yes. he left for Cheney University, I think, in two thousand mm-hmm. two thousand eight. He was the director of Equity and Diversity Initiatives, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, he sent me, he, Eric, sent me uh, a news clip about a program that Connecticut had established to try to diversify the faculty in their colleges, public colleges and universities. Okay. I saw that, and it didn't really apply. Here, to, yeah. We're, yeah, we, we're not a research university. We're mm-hmm. a community college. But I knew that because of what Eric sent me that other schools were devising programs to, and so part of the kinetic program, if memory serves, um, was that there was a reduced teaching load mm-hmm. um, and that faculty were uh, 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 given other benefits, office space, and then yes. it, it, with the hope that they would have a f- uh, flourish at, at whatever Connecticut university or college they were at and stay. And so I wrote something called the minor, uh, a white paper called the Minority Faculty Fellowship Program. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we took it to the President's Diversity Council, and they loved it. We took okay. it, and they loved it, and so we did it. Yeah, so when did you take that there? So that would be, so here's paper, a message like from, from Eric Almonte says, uh, this is dated October 30th, 2007. Eric Almonte to Aaron Chessman. Can you send me a copy of the Minority Fellowship Program proposal? I'm preparing a report for Dr. Stout, and I want to reference this document in my report. Excellent. Thanks, Eric. Um, <laughs> uh, October, uh, I write back to him. Um, um, we've done nothing beyond what's in the ASP academic strategic plan because mm-hmm. we put it at John Flynn, the provost, we put it in the strategic plan that we're going to devise, a, create a program for um, um, Do you want that text? Yes, the document you shared at cabinet. Oh, I took this to President's cabinet as well. And they all loved it. They, yeah, well, let's see. So the original proposal was to, to um, offer positions for two diversity uh, minority scholars we mm-hmm. changed the name right away at some point that at first some year point to the name. diversity yeah minority yeah. wasn't really what we were we mm-hmm. wanted to we wanted to diversify mm-hmm. um uh, we were looking for uh, members of underrepresented groups, groups. we were going to mm-hmm. have one in the humanities and social sciences yes. and one in the sciences and nursing or public mm-hmm. health and um and then i administered the program for the first couple of years Perfect. um but then Rose Makovsky, Eric left. I think he went, as I said, to Cheney Chain. University. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I think Rose Makovsky then is the person who replaced she him. She took over, yes. Yeah. Um, and then it made sense, and since she was based in human resources, to move the program there. Mm-hmm. And so I've had no direct role in the program for since, I'm guessing, 2009, 2010. 2009. I, I can't remember exactly yeah. when that when that happened, mm-hmm. but um, uh, any number of the diversity fellows have been in social sciences, yes. and we've uh, many of them are still here mm-hmm. as full time faculty members. And over the the program has just what they, what it's just flourished. It's yes. been remarkable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been great and and hugely successful. Yes. So as one of the writers of the original white paper, or the writer of the white paper, what do you identify as the goals of the program and its connection to the institution? The goals of the program were to, um, one, demonstrate to everyone, to the world, our commitment to equity and diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, here we're willing to, we want to attract faculty members, role models, scholars, mm-hmm. um, many, some of whom may not even have ever thought about careers in higher education. education. Mm-hmm. Give them an opportunity to see what, or people who were interested in higher education. Mm-hmm. Initially, the, the original white paper uh, asked for, um, proposed that um, it, the fellowship be open to people who had master's degrees who were who were committed to PhDs, A who PhD were writing program. their dissertation. Yep. I think somehow that that disappeared because yes, well, it's it, changing now. Yes, yeah. and so and 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 and, and so uh, the, when I wrote those words, uh, my thinking was um, here: uh, um, um, scholars who are probably aspiring to research universities. Mm-hmm. But the rewards that I knew that I had already of working on at a community college mm-hmm. are so great. Yes. Just okay, you're finishing your dissertation. You don't ha- you're not ready to go into the uh, major university academic market. Mm-hmm. Um, 
come here, yes. reduce <laughs> teaching load, mm-hmm. full-time job, and see what it feels like. Yes. And obviously, it felt really good, good to a lot of these a lot people because yes. they've decided to stay. to stay. Yeah. Yep. If they've yeah. interviewed again and then um, got yeah. the job. And I yep. think you know one of the scholars wasn't an academic at all. He was in business, mm-hmm. but the, and found what a rewarding yes. career. So our interviewer, uh, Paul Johnson. That's Paul one. Johnson. Yeah, the I second. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so the program officially began in two thousand. And eight with Fran Lassiter. Yep. How have you seen it evolve? Pardon me? How have you seen it evolve? Um, beyond any, I couldn't even have fantasized. I thought it would, we would incrementally one or two people mm-hmm. a year, and maybe one of, out of three or four would choose to stay. Um, so many have stayed. Yes. Um, and, and it's been transformational. Um, now, I, I, for example, um, we lost a full-time faculty member uh, in psychology, mm-hmm. and instead of asking for a um, replacement position, I asked for a diversity fellow. Excellent, yeah. And I That's think great. many of the deans, what we now do is we mm-hmm. our first our first step is to ask for a diversity fellow, mm-hmm. especially in disciplines or programs where there is less diversity than there should be. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. So And um, so now it, it, it's like the diversity fellows are ubiquitous. They're all yeah, the, they're oh, everywhere. The, um, in the 2018 year, there were five. So yeah, that's great. usually the highest they've gone is five people. The lowest has been two, usually two people at a time. Yeah. Uh, again, in, in the first year, there may have only been one. It was yeah, just yeah, Fran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you hope the fellows take away from this program? Minimal goal to see what life is like as a, an instructor at a two-year college. Mm-hmm. Um, hope, one would hope they have a great experience, a rewarding experience. So even if they choose not to stay, mm-hmm. they'll tell their friends. And, mm-hmm. um, so there are benefits to the college of all, of all sorts. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your neighbor, where, oh, you work at Montgomery County Community College? Uh, oh, my, I, my college ID badge is a great conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll be standing in line at the, delica, at the delicatessen counter in the supermarket. And I'll be wearing my, uh, on my way home from work. Mm-hmm. And somebody says, oh, do you work there? Mm-hmm. Or, or I went there. Yeah. You know, if, you have your, if you have your teeth cleaned in Montgomery County, your mm-hmm. dental hygienist was trained here. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. You know, our nursing program is huge. It so is. so it's many, massive, yeah. Yeah. And so um, it's a, a demonstration of the college's existence and importance mm-hmm. So because the, the diversity fellows live in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, what they would take out of it is decide that this place fulfills every goal I ever had mm-hmm. as, as a human being. Mm-hmm. As a so um, uh, those are pretty simple goals, but mm-hmm. they're but they're achievable, mm-hmm. and they, they we've clearly realized them. I think that's good. So, lastly, what do you hope for the future of this program? Seeing it from the beginning and starting it all, um, I think it's going to take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, um, I think that this is the kind of program that. Uh, other colleges, two-year colleges, four-year colleges, can emulate. Mm-hmm. It's been remarkably successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that uh, 
we're now at a at a, 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 a just before she retired, the former president of the faculty union, um, um, Rhoda McFadden, okay. uh, a professor of history, but president of the uh, president of the union, mm-hmm. said this was the greatest thing we'd ever done. Mm. That's awesome. That's high praise. Yeah. Because she she was one of the, if she wasn't a founding faculty member, she was close to one of the founding faculty members. And the transformation of the faculty, mm-hmm. it's, it's more reflective of the student body mm-hmm. and of the community in which, in we, which we, in which we live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's been, it's been, it's been great. And I'm very proud of it. And, and having had a, I have virtually no role in it now other than as a dean getting to ask for a diversity yes. fellow. Um, but I'm so pleased and proud that I helped establish it. Yeah. But again, Eric Almonte deserves credit. John Flynn deserves credit. Karen Stout deserves mm-hmm. an immense amount of credit um, because uh, the President's Diversity Council, mm-hmm. because all the, the Board of Trustees, yes. all of them bought into the idea. Mm-hmm. What? You're going to pay a full-time faculty salary and, and get yes. a person <laughs> to teach only two courses? Mm-hmm. My initial proposal was two courses each semester, and they, okay. I was, they were, yeah, encouraged they said, no, to increase change. it. To, yeah. <laughs> to, you know, and, but the goal was to give a person time mm-hmm. to figure out if this is the right place, place and them. if this is the right career. Mm-hmm. And also to do their own professional development, to too, during that To finish their dissertations, mm-hmm. serve on committees. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, and become members of the community. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty sweet. It is. It's so great. So thank you so much, and that's all I have. You're welcome.